Welcome to episode number four of Blueprint, our responsible manufacturing vlog. I'm Björn, I'm heading the sustainability department at EOS and I'm the proud host of this show. Today I'm in Berlin and we're here at Deutsche Bahn and Mobility Goes Additive. We want to talk about uh, on-demand production for spare parts and uh, how, what we can learn for sustainability from that. And I have a well-known expert here with me today, which is Stefanie Brickwede. Stefanie, welcome. She is Head of Additive Manufacturing at Deutsche Bahn and also Managing Director of Mobility Goes Additive. Stefanie, thank you very much for hosting us today and for being uh, our guest today. Uh, may I ask you to introduce yourself shortly and also your roles you have? Thank you for coming, Björn. Um, and it's a pleasure. So I'm responsible for additive manufacturing within Deutsche Bahn, uh, the German railway company, which is one of the biggest in Europe. And we started with additive manufacturing um, at the end 2015. And then we tried also to explore what might be the right use cases. And since we are not a constructive company, we focused right away on printing spare parts. And we wanted to get into an exchange with other companies and were looking for an existing network, which we couldn't find. So we founded our own one. And five years ago, we founded Mobility and also meanwhile Medi Medical Goes Additive. And in this um, network, um, we're trying to lower the hurdles of additive manufacturing with 150 different companies from all over the supply chain of additive manufacturing. And for this network, I'm the managing director. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for the introduction. Can you tell us to what extent is Deutsche Bahn already using 3D printing? So in the last years, um, we developed more than 500 different use cases. So we printed more than 60,000 parts, which already go with the trains and are used in the infrastructure. And uh, so we cover a very broad range of different technologies and also materials. And uh, with additive manufacturing, we want to um, bring our trains back on the tracks on time and meet the customer's expectations. So we use a lot of uh, different technologies, as I've already mentioned, and to bring it into the trains and um, to get our hands um, on spare parts we can't get at the markets anymore. So the life cycle of a train is much longer than 25 years. So we're talking about 30, 40, 50 years of operation. And you might imagine that it will, it's sometimes hard to get um, spare parts at the end of the life cycle again. So for our obsolescence management, additive manufacturing is a brilliant solution. Mm. So those are impressive numbers, um, actually. How, do you, how, do you, how have you ha investigated uh, which 3D printing process 
uh, you need to fulfill the requirements of your applications that you have in the spare parts, for example? So for a long time it was very hard for us because we couldn't get those uh, data in our systems um, to decide whether a part is printable or not. So we talked a lot with our colleagues in our maintenance sites. And Deutsche Bahn has um, just in Germany more than 140 of them. Mm -hmm. So we did roadshows, we talked to our colleagues, we brought spare parts we already printed before and to um, get their creativity and ask them what are the parts they would really need. And this is how the big majority of our parts um, were um, discovered. And meanwhile, um, we are also talking about a top-down process. So we are, um, again, trying to discover more use cases uh, by a top-down approach. So you're using different 3D printing technologies? Yes, we use a lot of printing technologies because we're talking about um, different cases within the train from different materials and of course that also has to do with surfaces and quality levels um, and expectations uh, which have to be met also concerning maybe flame retardancy and this is the reason why we use, why we use a lot of different technologies. Mm. And do you have all these technologies in-house or how, you, how are you doing this? No, because that would be an enormous investment. So um, right away we decided to rely to 100% on printing service bureaus. And uh, we have a very good um, um, network which we can also use for that. And uh, by the end of last year we uh, went one step further. So we bought the first industrial machines which we now have in-house. But also in the future, we will rely um, to a very big majority part on external printing service bureaus. Mm -hmm. But with your internal know-how from the colleagues, right? So I think you, you've gathered already quite, a, quite an impressive uh, experience uh, in that field. Uh, can you share a little bit what successes are there and maybe also what, what setbacks yeah, or failures uh, are there and uh, what is for you the benefit of additive manufacturing? Yeah, so um, often people or also our colleagues come to us and tell us, oh, I have a huge problem with a specific spare part. And I would like to show you one of those that's a secondary road stop. Mm -hmm. And that is used in high-speed trains. It's a safety-relevant part, and that was missing in one train. And our procurement colleagues tried to get one of those parts on the global markets, and they failed. And they told us it will, least, uh, it will last at least nine months to get mm -hmm. that part. And if you imagine that a 30 million euro high-speed train has a standstill of nine months, you can imagine that's uh, really an economic disaster. So with additive manufacturing, we, uh, we uh, produced that part in wire arc additive manufacturing and we reduced the standstill um, to just five months. And that was already one of the big successes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so I guess you saved a lot of time uh, in this, uh, but also money probably, yeah. or yeah. yeah. Are there so, more examples? There are more examples, and I would love to show you one of those. That's a um, handrail sign uh, for blind people, and they can touch in Braille scripture uh, what is the exit on this handrail. 
where this uh, so in the train station goes. in the train, train station, station. Mm -hmm. exactly and um, now we print those parts and with uh, additive manufacturing we reduce the cost of such um, handrail signs um, to 50 percent which is really a huge mm -hmm. success so we were able um, to um, establish those uh, signs in many many more stations and to help our customers especially those who are already handicapped. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful use case. And we also have another one because last year we explored a lot of tooling cases. And uh, an interesting one of those is maybe this one, because every six years a train has to undergo a big maintenance. And um, at that point, they, those trains are also recolored. And uh, before, um, if you imagine you have a whole train which you have to color again, um, you use, of course, your, a lot of paint, but you also have to um, use tape to um, cover some parts which you don't want to paint. And um, that uh, produces a lot of waste. And now we have printed this very interesting jig, um, which we put um, on a... Um, headlight, for instance, yeah, where you have this light in mm -hmm. here, and then you can just uh, paint around and use it for the next step. So we again save a lot of time, mm -hmm. and we save waste. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, that uh, that's very interesting, and I mean. Also for us at EOS, responsible manufacturing sustainability is an important part and I know for Deutsche Bahn uh, as well and Mobility Goes Additive as well with a working group. Um, so what is your take on how can additive manufacturing support a green transformation? Additive manufacturing, in my opinion, is the technology which really helps with this transformation. So the railways in general consider themselves as the most sustainable transport mode. And this plays a huge role also within my corporate. And um, with additive manufacturing, we can reduce um, transport needs. So you can produce much more locally. You don't have to bring parts uh, from one end of the world to the other. This is, by the way, also the reason why our colleagues from DB Schenker also offer um, printing services and their contract logistics um, products. But furthermore, we can also prolongate the life cycle of trains, of infrastructure, because we can get much, much longer our hands on um, missing spare parts. And if you prolongate the life cycle of high investment goods, of course, uh, you also reduce the ecological backpack. Mm -hmm. That is a big advantage. And furthermore, we now also want to go one step further and we want um, to have 10% of our spare parts in a digital warehouse, so not physically anymore. And this is also one of the big advantages of additive manufacturing. You can print your parts on demand. At the moment, you will need them. And um, if you imagine that Deutsche Bahn has spare parts just for the rolling stock, worth 600 million euros a year um, wow. in, the in our warehouses, you can imagine that if you can just print 10% on demand, you have a lot of uh, money you can use for other purposes. And you also save waste because you don't have to throw those parts away when you don't need them. Mm. And I would just like to give you one more example because we're 
in the railway sector, we also talk a lot about rubber use cases um, for different ceilings, for instance. And when we put those in stock, uh, we would uh, use them the first time after six years. But uh, after six years, usually we have to throw them away again. And uh, this is also a perfect use case for on-demand printing. Mm -hmm. So you have less overproduction, you need less space, you need less transportation, and you can use the trains longer because you have spare parts for, for a longer time that are just digital uh, as a spare part. That, that's very interesting. To what extent is Deutsche Bahn looking into deploying 3D printing in the future? Do you have a vision for that? Yes, we have. So um, we talked a lot about obsolescence management. And um, now we want to integrate additive manufacturing at the very beginning of the life cycle of trains. So a couple of weeks ago, we uh, placed a tender at the markets. And we want to encourage um, our suppliers to bring in printed parts at the very beginning uh, when we already order new trains with the idea that uh, we can use totally different designs, maybe also lightweight designs, um, but this is something you can just do when you order new trains. And uh, that idea um, will now help to push the boundaries and with this logic, um, not only in the network, but also there we want to boost AM. Mm -hmm. Maybe just, uh, just one last question. So if we would have one wish, uh, with regards to sustainability and additive manufacturing, something that could get uh, come true, yeah. What would it be? You have something in mind? Oh, I have many different things <laughs> in mind. <laughs> so, what would be the first thing? The first thing was um, I would love to encourage the people and the companies to think more about this aspect in general, and to um, also regarding supply chain aspects to think more about additive manufacturing because this is really a brilliant solution. And of course also the industry um, has to work a bit on cost aspect, quality aspect, but uh, we know about that. And if we work together on those challenges, um, shoulder by shoulder, in a joint approach, then we will really push and boost AM. Perfect. That that's really uh, that's really good uh, wish. Uh, I think you have. Thank you very much, uh, Stephanie. Uh, and as a little thank you, we have that T-shirt for you, oh, which wow. is our colibri, our hummingbird. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and also the three D printed hummingbird. Ah, oh, that's cool. For you. Thank you so much. Bjorn. Thank you so much for hosting us. Uh, and yeah, hope you have uh, uh, you yeah enjoy working here and. Uh, for a bright future for additive manufacturing. And if you have questions or comments to this episode or also the other episodes that we have published already, just comment below here or get in touch via LinkedIn uh, or any other channel. Uh, thank you very much for watching and listening in and stay responsible. <laughs>